Welcome to Hitched on the Astral, the place where dating and astrology meet. I'm Lucy Porter, and astrology is my love language. I'm here to help you ramp up your love life through translating the secrets buried in your birth chart. Season 2 of Hitched on the Astral, the hotline. This season, I'll be speaking to 10 callers over 10 weeks and exploring the 10 main astrological planets to see how they affect your love, sex, and dating life. Whether my callers are single or in a relationship, they all share one thing in common they have an itch which they want scratching, and they believe that their birth chart can help them unlock the relational secrets that they are so craving. And this is where I come in handy, as their astrological agony aunt, their sexual fairy godmother, whatever. Now I always say no birth time, no booty, because babe, trust me when I say, you've got to know your own birth chart inside out first before you start spying on your crushes. Truly, it starts with you. And just like that, I think my phone is ringing. Hello. Hi. And who do we have here? Hi, my name is Lulu and I am a Leo. (laughs) Okay, babe. Well, what could I possibly do? To help you today? Well, I just need a lot of help because <laughs> um, I'm basically, I feel a bit torn with two sides of myself. One side, I feel really bright and really like, I don't know, ready to shine. Mm. And that's kind of my work and professional side of life. Like, I'm happy to be seen in all shapes and forms when it comes to my work, but I don't feel that way at all when it comes to like dating and like sex and all this kind of more intimate side of myself. Mm. So I'm just really looking for a bit of help on how I can tackle this or if my chart has any kind of insight into what I'm feeling at the minute. Okay, babe. Well, thank you for that. I'm sure it does. So you're born on the 19th of August, around midday. Is that correct? Perfectly correct. Let me get your chart up. Okay. Wow. Right. So you really are here to be seen. You've got your son in Leo on your MC. That's really powerful. Okay. So I feel like you are someone who can make a really big, bold first impression and that you can lead with a lot of confidence. Is that the way that you are with your work and your career, that it's something you feel really comfortable like being seen and shining in and being well-respected for? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm not scared of uh, presenting or like giving talks or even like mentoring or like just talking about my work and showing it like I'm more than happy to do those things all the time. (laughs) Mm. It's funny because you have what we call a solar chart that your, your chart is ruled by the sun. So you are just inherently here to be seen 
to shine, to be received and to take up space. So it's interesting when in our relationships, we find those kinds of things difficult when it's like a big part of your soul's journey in this life is to be seen and received. So I can see this one aspect in your chart that I've said this before, is like a famous aspect. If you have this in your chart and you're listening, um, make a note of it, that you have your son in Leo, of course, making an almost perfect square to your Pluto, which is in Scorpio. And this sun square Pluto is an infamous astrological transit because it it can show within us a kind of inner identity crisis. Um, the sun is that part of us that wants to be seen and just loves it. But the Pluto placement, especially for you, because your Pluto is in Scorpio and it's in your 12th house, that it feels like to me there is this sort of unconscious, very profound fear in you around being seen. And being seen equals danger, being seen can equal death, you know, um, and being seen equals something that you do not want. You do not want to be received in this space of vulnerability. Does that connect? Yeah, I feel like I've had like experiences when I was young with like sexual abuse and just some, like my first relationship wasn't the best, I would say either. It was someone that didn't really let me shine. Now that I look back at it, that's exactly what happened. He just didn't let me shine. And that really affected me. So because of all of those experiences, I just just really feel like I don't trust uh, men in particular, but just I don't know how to be in a relationship or how to be vulnerable anymore. And I just find it easier to just hide which isn't really helpful. No, but you know, it so makes sense when we adopt these mechanisms to keep ourselves safe. But it it feels like in your chart, a very old thing, you know, having your Pluto in the 12th house. The 12th house traditionally connects to past lives and things that we've brought over. So things which are very old, old, old in us. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like to me, there's this little battle going on between the part of you that so hungry to be received and the part of you that has been put in hiding and is in hiding and so often in relationships this is when we start to see the parts of ourselves that we don't see the rest of the time you know the parts which we've put in hiding or the parts of us which are vulnerable and I can see how this part of you is not really relevant in your life at all until you decide to get into a romantic relationship because you have to be vulnerable to allow someone in. And if for you being vulnerable is like, no, 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 I'm in hiding. Absolutely not. It makes it really difficult to pull in partners that that can hold that for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I just, yeah, it just terrifies me to be like, because I feel like I can speak about it and I can talk to you about it and like these past experiences, but to be, to do that with a potential partner or like someone who can see me in a more like in a loving, more in like a sexual way, maybe that petrifies me. Mm. 
but I just don't want to feel that way anymore. I just want to experience love again and, and also find that side of myself. I think I owe that to myself and I want to feel it, you know? Of course, my darling. And you know what actually reaffirms this and makes it so nice is that this is actually a fundamental part of your path, that this is marked. It's almost written in you that there is this sort of inner fight happening between your Pluto and your sun, the part of you that is demanding to be seen and the part of you that doesn't want to be. So this is a journey that you you will always will have had to embark on, but you have a solar chart. So you're eventually, if you think you're going to rush to the end of the movie, you're going to be seen because you're, you're destined to be seen. That's what you're here to do. And I think that, you know, the sun doesn't hide any parts of it, does it? The sun is just light. The sun has nothing in hiding. So really the sun has no shame because the sun is like, whatever part of me, I'm going to radiate with it. I'm going to light up the world with it. And I think that this is a really tender practice for you is to begin to allow the parts of you that you previously would not have shared with partners or with dates allow those bits to to be seen and to be felt like your tenderness or your uh, sort of apprehension about things rather than leaving a big part of you out, going on a date as like your fantastic, successful, you know, Leo self, but kind of feeling like you've left a big part of you behind. And that's the part of you that ironically enough, you want to be seen and held the most. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly it and yeah like I've said it but I've been basically been on a date and I just I was just like full-on Leo and like was like really chatty and really happy and like really and I didn't really like the the guy but when I left the date I just felt like I'm the best date in the world (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazing and I love myself but it didn't get it's always it doesn't get past that you know because being vulnerable, um, it's just, yeah, it's just scary. So it's like, I need to take that step and really show that I can, I have other sides mm. and not just like, I mean, I am the sun, but I'm also got a bit of Scorpio in there. Yeah. You've also got tons of other tender bits, yeah. you know, and I think, you know, so often we, in relationships, we just give little fragments of ourselves and then we're surprised when we attract partners who just give little fragments of themselves and we're like oh I just want to receive all of someone or like why do they not text back or why do they ghost when really we're only bringing five percent of ourselves anyway and it's a kind of mirror that we end up getting it back so I think there's a real practice for you here there's a few different practices like there's your relationship to men in general like being vulnerable with them in general. And then there's the practice of being received romantically. Mm-hmm. So I feel like what would be really interesting for you is to, number one, I have to say this, is get off the dating apps. Mm. Are, you yeah. still, are you on any dating apps? I've tried them, but it, it just doesn't last long because they don't, I don't like them. I just don't like to have the same conversation with everyone. It's so boring. And I just, I just, I think I'm just so much better in person. Also, I forget to text people. I'm like, man. Well done. If you are someone and in your birth chart, you have 
like a real fear around either not being good enough or that you're hidden or that you can't take up space. And this often comes from strong 12th house placements. I will say that. Um, it's so important that you do not use apps because in a way you can hide behind them or you can not feel truly seen through them. And what it is that you need first and foremost is to be seen. So your dating relationships, even friendships, it's so important that they are rooted in reality. So allowing yourself just to go to a coffee shop or go to a cafe and just catch eyes with people, even just for two seconds and just give a smile. And obviously if they feel like energetically safe and they're whatever, mm. but allowing the world to just receive you even momentarily and sort of telling the universe, this is how I'm going to meet my person. And I'm willing to lean into my edge just a little bit, just a little bit to show my yeah. tenderness. Mm, yeah, I think I need to practice that for sure because I, I don't allow myself to do that or I just feel like, nah, why would they even like me? But I think that's also like a safety thing. Like, like I'm just trying to protect myself, but I'm not allowing myself to just be and to be seen. Mm. And then that ends up hurting me. More. Yeah. Because you're doing the very thing that you don't want to happen to yourself. Mm. You know, it's not about people because if we only allowed ourselves to be seen when people, we were certain people were going to like us, we, um, we wouldn't allow ourselves to be seen very much at all because some people won't like us and some people will love us. But a lot of that, all of that comes from them and their beliefs and their feelings and their fears. So waiting for the world to certainly like you before you show your tenderness to them is just a perfect recipe for a life of, of, of solitary kind of, mm. yeah, of just aloneness. So I think for you, it's this practice of disconnecting or disconnecting from the impression that other person is giving you what they think about you. It's just allowing them to see you. Mm whether yeah. it's a waiter in a restaurant, whether it is someone selling newspapers, it's just that exchange of holding eye contact for one second, two seconds, affirming I'm here mm. and you, you can see me and I, I'm okay for you to see me in this moment. Yeah. And I guess also like seeing them, like mm. for them feel seen, like also giving that to someone, I think it's just so nice. Mm. So I think. I'll try and see it that way as well. That I'm like, I don't know, showing someone that I like them or like, you look nice. <laughs> yeah, that they that they matter, that you can yeah. see them. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that we have our first hitched on the astral homework. And <laughs> I really look forward to hearing how you get on with this. Please let yeah. me know. I will practice. I'm going to smile. You won't believe me in a year. I'm going to be smiling at everyone. Blinking, not blinking. What's the oh. word? Oh, winking. Winking. <laughs> We're going to be blinking at everyone. You're going to be so hot. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you are. You're gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, I'll get on with my homework straight away. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear about it. 
Thank you so much for calling, Lulu, my darling, and so much love to you. Oh, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. What a great call with gorgeous Lulu. You know, after these calls, I get myself thinking about why this planet is just so important in love, sex and relationships. And I think that the sun is so important because it's that part of us that so desperately needs to be seen. The sun is that part of us that wants to shine, that is bright. It's our personality. It's our midday. It's like your swimming trunks, your Instagram handle. It's a girl's holiday, your bright sweatshirt. It's your diving flippers. It's like shagging the resort barman or glitter on your face or a disco in the morning or shots for breakfast. It's the part of you that unapologetically says, I am here, receive me, feel me, allow my light to emanate, allow my light to touch you. Now, knowing your sun sign is so important in dating and relationships because it's the part of you that won't be put in the corner, right? Nobody puts baby in the corner. Our sun sign needs a cheerleader. It's the part of us that wants to be supported. It wants people to vouch for us, for to provide for us, to see us, to feel us, that roots for you. To connect to this Leo energy, the sun sign energy, this charisma is vital in your dating and relationships. And although your sun sign is not to be shared, it's there to be seen. So if we just match made, if we just dated with our sun signs, it would definitely be superficial because we need deeper layers. We need intuition. We need receptivity. We need all that underlying psychic stuff. But the sun is the core. The sun is the beginning. That sun is that first light. And you can apply it, my darling, super easily. You know, you don't have to be a Leo to think that your sun sign is important in dating. So think of your son as the part of you that needs to be seen. So for example, let's say a Pisces son. A Pisces would say, I need my lover to see my dreams. Or a Scorpio would say, I need my lover to see my depth. A Virgo may say, I need my lover to see my intentionality. An Aries may say, I need my lover to see my intuition. Or an Aquarius may say, I need my lover to see my humor. So play around with this, my love. Explore how your sun sign really needs to be seen and felt and received by your lover, by your date, by your partner. And truly, don't be scared to shine. What a busy day at my love desk. Thank you so much for listening, my darlings. And remember, no birth time, no booty. See ya.